Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Football is back, and BetOnline is your number one information source for all your sports wagering info with all the up-to-the-minute stats, news, scores, and matchup breakdowns. Get the latest game odds, spreads, and totals from the NFL and college football at your fingertips with BetOnline's real-time updates on statistics, news, and odds. From week one all the way to the college football playoffs and Super Bowl, BetOnline gives you access to the best football promotions and contests available anywhere online. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to uh, get in on the action. Remember to use promo code BELIEVE to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Again, that's B-L-E-A-V. Bet online, where the game starts. Believe in the Arizona Cardinals. It is the Arizona Cardinals-centric specific show, where, of course, we talk about the Arizona Cardinals here in the, the Phoenix metropolitan area. I am one of your co-hosts. I am Javon J. Love Adams. And with me, as always, is a man who played in the uh, played professional baseball and also played in the National Football League on that first Super Bowl-bound team for the Atlanta Falcons. None other than professional uh, to you know author and and motivational speaker, my brother Ed Smith. What is good, my brother? What up though on this beautiful Sunday out here in Arizona? Uh, just finished watching the first and the second games. The afternoon games just finished up, and man, a lot to talk about. Real quick, before we get into the, all that stuff, oftentimes the. How do you feel, especially because you sit and I was, I'll be quite honest. I, you know, I caught the Arizona Cardinals game. And of course, that's what we're going to talk about the Arizona Cardinals versus the, the Los Angeles Rams. But because on Saturdays and Sundays, I'm trying to get out there and get on these trails, right? So, so, so I'm on my way back in, but oftentimes it's not a balanced schedule when it comes to the first, the early games and the late games. And, you know, sometimes it'll be, let's say, let's just for simple math, let's say there are 13 games on the slate. It'll be nine games in the early and four games in the late. How does that, from from a from a watching perspective, how frustrating is that? Especially when you're sitting there saying, "Man, what? How is this so tipped into you know one one side versus the other?" It's very, and then you got to throw in the fact that we're getting a cluster of weeks of these London games, so you lose a game in the morning, yeah. and like I said, there's a bunch in the morning window, and then depending on the selection in the afternoon, it's one thing. <laughs> if you're not, like we had four afternoon games, and I would say one somewhat watchable, you know, the other couple, to, and then there's always one that's like nose up, you know, for yeah. us aficionados for us, you know, people that, you know, we, we like a little more from our selection, you know, but it, yeah, I mean, it really is, it's unbalanced. Sometimes you wonder what they're thinking and we all know it's all ruled by the almighty dollar. So there's yeah. gotta be some type of formula as to why they do this, that, and the other, yeah. uh, we can't figure it out. We just, we're going to consume it. However they give it to us. So, I mean, I'm like, I'm like, you know, beggars can't be choosers. Give it to me whenever you're going to give it to me, and I'm going to eat it. <laughs> Man, I'm, you know I'm headstrong. You know me. I'm headstrong about a lot of stuff. But So let's get into this. Let's get into the Arizona Cardinals and the, the uh, Los Angeles Rams. We talked about this going in, it, how the Cardinals, for the most part, this was, as, as I mentioned earlier in the week, this was a, a matchup where the AP press said it, 
it's, it's one of those things where two teams that are on the rebuild, this is a measuring stick kind of game. When we broke down some of the statistics on our, on our Thursday show or our Friday show this week, we, it, it was, it, it, there were a lot of similarities in terms of how this game broke down, but in the end, it came down to the Arizona Cardinals falling 26 to 9 to the Los Angeles Rams in Los Angeles. Uh, Elijah, or my, my youngest son kept saying, and I, and I said this as well. I don't know if I know Quentin would like to, to, to experience this. So next year, let's do this. Even if it's not Elijah there, it's me, you and me, you and Quentin. Let's go, let's go experience that Los Angeles Rams stadium. But, uh, yeah, that is there. It doesn't seem to be a home field advantage there, but the coming into this game, the Los Angeles Rams were 0 2. Most recently, they lost to the to the uh, to the Philadelphia Eagles, and that was it. Was like they were on the road because there was a lot of crowd noise there. But twenty six nine, just on a macro level, what did you what did you see or not see from the Arizona Cardinals that that you said no wonder why they lost? Well, they tried to come out and tried to push the ball up the field a little bit, Jay, but it's still such a muted and conservative offense. Okay. That, you know, it's not, I'm not seeing any, I think it is. If, if we run, let me see, let me look at the number of plays that we did run. So we ran, we, we threw the ball 41 times, mm-hmm. ran it 30 times. So we're up in the 70 plus, you know, 70 point or 70 play uh, zone, right? But I, I did notice this. We possessed the ball forever in the first half. I think yes. we doubled them up in time of possession, and then we gave it back to them in the second half. With all lot, those uh, many run plays, the the Rams seem to understand that in the second half. I think I saw the stat that 11 run plays in a row to start that second half. Yeah, and this was a game where, you know, the Rams, they only looks like they had 28 runs, 24 passes. So they were the ones who did not possess the ball, yet they were still more efficient in their pushing, the, you know, getting the most out of less. We had the ball all these plays and still seemed like we were just dinking, dunking, instead of every now and then saying those uh, 41 pass plays. There's got to yeah. be three or four times when you drop back and you just want to see how far he can throw the damn ball. You know, try to stretch the defense to maybe get one of those big chunks or a pass interference. If everything's right. going to be in front of you, I know it looks good because, you know, he's efficient. You know, he only he had, did have the one interception and we only got sacked twice, but you're not, and that, a lot of that is because we're dropping back and it's get rid of the ball as quick as possible. Everything's right. intermediate or uh, right in front of us. So what it's telling me is at some point, man, you just got to start cutting it loose. We ran mm. the ball pretty good, 30 rushes, 131, 130 yards. But out of those 41 pass attempts, 21 complete, we come away with 215 yards, average 5.7, you know, per catch or, you know, whatever it is. It's not high-powered enough. And then – when you look at, we went in at the half, it was nine to six. And I said to myself, there's no way we're holding their offense to another field goal. Um, you like, you know, another th- two field goals in the second half, which means right. we got to come out here and we got to be aggressive and score some points. We fell behind. They get their touch. They start scoring touchdowns while we're still attempting field goals. And, you know, we end up getting one more field goal in the game. And actually, no, yeah, we didn't score in the second half. And it was once we started falling behind, Jay, it was a wrap. 
because yeah. we don't have the offense to come back. But like I'm saying, in the beginning, put some pressure on them. Let's throw the ball up the field. They're so conservative. It's almost like they're so scared. I keep saying it's scared money don't make money. We I, we just don't have enough firepower to be this conservative, yet that's all they're doing. Believe in the Arizona Cardinals. And this week, I don't care if it's Wednesday or maybe Friday after my son's game, we go in and we go into the, uh, to the casino because I want to, I want to be able to buy <laughs> in to that, that Ed Smith philosophy. But one of the things that, that I talked about that we talked about going into this game was in terms of Cooper Cup, second game back. So Cooper Cup had seven receptions, 148 yards. And I wonder if that was one of the things that because going into the second half, there was that the, the rushing game, for the for the Rams ended up taking over. So was it one of those man? We can't let Cooper Cup beat us anymore. And then all of a sudden the, they started to march down the field running. But even having said that, what is it, Nakua? Uh, so that so we we didn't mention him. In, on Thursday, but he's been he's been shining this season so far. Four receptions for 26 yards. But he, but let's get into it with with uh, Kyron Williams with 20 rushes, 20 carries for 158 yards. That's one of those things where they're just trying to say we're going to run it down your throat until you can stop us, and the Cardinals just couldn't stop them. No, we don't have the front or we don't have the front to stop the run. We don't have the secondary to contain the pass, if you want to say. So, you know, they, it was just a matter of time. And that's why I said when they were scoring field goals in the front, when it was nine, six at half, I'm like, this is a wrap because I know what they're going to do. They're going to come out there and they're going to continue to gash us. And eventually, you know, Cooper got involved and, you know, they just ran Williams up and down our throat. And like I said, when you're doing it, that consistently and that easy, my my worry was all it's going to take when when they scored there, once they got their first touchdown and it was so it would be thirteen to nine. I was like, if they score again, that's it because we did not show any ability to you know sustain the drives, you know score touchdowns, and we weren't taking any shots. You have to at some point, Jay. What you know? What was that old saying? Two tears in a bucket. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yes, I know. I know. And, and every now and then, you just, that's what you got to say. You, we cannot continue to do things where everything's in front of us and it's conservative. And we like, we're trying to protect. What are we protecting Josh Dobbs from? Like, mm. we don't want him to, we don't want his stats to be bad. We don't want, you know, Ooh. we want to make sure he keeps his interceptions down for what? So he can be a sixth alternate for the Pro Bowl this year or something yeah. like that. It's yeah. like, at some point, you got to turn him loose. And you got to turn the offense loose. I'm sure Marquise and them, they're looking around. They're like, why are we continuing to do this? They're like, what's the point? So, okay, we only had one turnover today, and we lost 26 to 9. Yeah. Instead of, hey, we took some <laughs> shots up the field, you know, maybe a couple double reverse flea flickers. You know, we throw it up. And we still come away. We might have got our tails beat 26 to, 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 to 12. Yeah. But at least it's like we we did not leave any bullets in the gun. We let them all go. What's the point of, you know, us walking around with this pop gun or water gun? We can't hurt anybody with it. Meanwhile, like I said, you saw what the Rams did. They started running the ball. I knew it was going to be tough for us to run the ball, but we did run it successfully. But if you're not going to throw the ball up the field, it's all for naught. There's no, there's no point in 
you know, running your offense if you're not going to take some shots. Believe in the Arizona Cardinals. So let's say this because so you are my you you are my check and balance here because sometimes I get I get a little bit reckless and so I can do that so I can I can raise my hand and say that I do that. But is this one of those things where I've been I've been harping on adjustments and lack of adjustments and and when it comes to the coaching sometimes being a little bit too conservative joshua dobbs did make some poor decisions so that's that i cannot i yes i think he'll be i think the Cardinals should look at him as a good backup, so he should be able to, you know, somebody that you can be able to fill in to, to insert for two or three or four games and, and be able to feel comfortable about that. But we've, I, I've mentioned the fact of sometimes conservative play calling. Can it be because you've been on that side of the play calling thing, you've heard the plays come in or whatever, the, however that goes in terms of the, the order of operations, where a coach will say, look, this is a play, X, Y, scat, blah, 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 G, X, Y, blah, 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 blah make sure that we protect the ball, protect the ball. And that goes into the quarterback's head. Can that be, or am I just blowing that too out of proportion? Because it seems as I, I agree with you that maybe they're trying to say, we're trying to put him a little bit too much into a box, Joshua Dobbs in this case, to say, we don't want him to make a mistake. So therefore we're telling him not to make a mistake. So he's being so conservative. So he's missing things. I'm just throwing it out there and just feel free to shoot it down. I'll take it a step further because you're, you're right on, but I'll take it a step further and say they're not even putting him into a position sometimes to make a mistake. Everything is mm. so vanilla white that, you know, this is your read. Make sure you check it down here. And, you know, and this is we're not going to stretch the field. We want everything right in front of us so you can yeah. see it instead of, hey, how about every now and then take a, a big um, play action, seven-step drop. Unless have you seen a ball uh, fifty yards up the field yet? Meaning, like some of those bombs, like the Allens and different people, will just drop back Mahomes. And right. hey, damn, he threw that ball sixty yards in the air. We're not seeing any of that. And that, for me, that's my signal because every team you got to have that in the repertoire. You got to have it right. in the repertoire because, right. it, like I said, it opens the top off of the defense. If they know that every now and then you might try to run by them with the marquees or whatever it is to, so that now they got to respect that and everything stuff in front of you will open up. If they know everything, everything's a dig or a comeback or a flare or they don't have to respect your, your deep game. And that's, and we're not doing anything to make them respect it. And, and in essence, we're basically, it's like you said, like, Josh, we're only going to ask you to do this. We're not going to ask you to do any more, but just do us a favor. Just protect the ball. Because, and, to, bruh, we were down 26 to 9, and it was still, they were still trying to run their offense like it was 9 to 6 in the first half. Okay. Not, you know, nothing, no deep routes. No, like I said, nothing to force the defense to make a play on it. Maybe we get a pass interference or something like that. We are so. And then some of it, like I said, is maybe it's just that fear. They don't. And also we got to take into account, Jake, these are rookie coaches on both sides of the ball, head coaches as well, you know, as far as our coordinators and everybody. And the last thing they want to do is make it seem like they're, you know, like they're just reckless and they don't know what they're doing. And what will happen is if they, if all of a sudden they just turn Josh loose and he has one of those four interception days, then everybody, what's wrong with them? What are they thinking about? Do you know? But for me, we've we've seen your conservative approach. I trust you. I know you're not reckless. 
I really do trust you. So, hey, what happens, Jay, the first time, like when your parents trusted you? Hey, look. I, I trust you. Man, I was almost a straight-A student, and I took that trust, and I tried to – I got records with it. Well, like, that, that's me and you. Most, <laughs> most those those goody-goodies, though, what do they do? They trust you, and they go and they do the right thing because you mm. trust me. I know, you know, me, not everybody can get that trust, you know. But All Josh right. has earned it to this point. It's like, just let the man – let him cook. Let Josh get out there and sling it a little bit. All right. So I'm, I'm going to throw this out there. I'm gonna, in, in just a second, I'm going I'm to drop this. I'm going to drop a hot take. I don't typically do hot takes, but, you know, why not? You know, let's, get, let's get a couple of extra clicks. But, but, but so here's the thing. One of the things that, and, and again, stop me anywhere in, in this particular take that, that might make sense to you. So, again, the Cardinals fall to the, Arizona, to the, to the Los Angeles Rams uh, as, they, as they head to Los Angeles, and they did not beat L.A. But when you have a coach, a head coach, that is defensive-minded, it doesn't matter if it's Jonathan Gannon or whoever that coach may be. Typically, they are more conservative yeah. because they are worried about building up their defense and having a stellar defense to be able to fly around and do the things that are necessary to be able to secure a win. So when it comes to the offensive side of the ball, even if, and the Cardinals don't have this type of firepower, but even if the Cardinals had more firepower that a defensive-minded coach will say, let's pull back because I want to make sure that either we get long drives or we're able to to not give up the big play so that our defense can back, get back on the field and give us the ball. Could that be something that's playing into this young coaching staff across the board? So Jonathan Gannon, Drew Petsing, Nick Rollis, that, uh, that is maybe contributing to some hiccups along the way. You're good, Jay. You are you're spot on again, as always. The, the defensive-minded coaches, yes, they want to protect their side of the ball and not, you know, they don't want to hang their side out to dry. So what do they do? They're very conservative, and they will adopt these type of game plans. On the flip side, the offensive-minded coaches, sometimes they're like, well, you know, that we're going to do this, that, and the other. You know, like I said, double reverse, free flea flickers, <laughs> go, for, go for it on fourth and five on our own 10-yard line because, you know, hey, defense will take care of that. Meanwhile, the defensive coach is like, oh, hell no. Why, you know, why are you putting us out there like that? So, yes, yes. It is, it's a juggling act because we do have a defensive-minded coach. He's leaning toward the conservative side of that, and it does. It, you can tell it, it's it's so evident that, like you said, they're just trying to protect protect the defense. Don't put them out there to dry, and let's make sure we protect the ball. We got to be careful because we can't have our defense. You know, we got to get the get the rest. We can't be having those turnovers and this and that. And yeah, so it you know it, it's it, you need balance. You yes. need somebody. You need balance, and right now yes. we are just not balanced and aggressive enough. And it's going to show uh, what you hoped, OJ, is during the offseason because this is going to turn out to be, I think, kind of like the season we thought. We got had a little hope in the beginning, and I'm not saying we can't string a few off. We're one in five. Yeah. Could could very easily be three and three. Could very easily be zero oh and six as well. Right. True. So true. it's one of those things. Everything kind of evens out. We will be what we thought they—they they will be what we thought they were in yes. the beginning, 
And this will be a season of learning, and you hope that there's a whole lot of studying and and whoever mentors are, because head coaches and people have mentors as well, they sit with those mentors during the offseason, and they get some of that, hey, look, let me come here. I want yeah. to you, you know. You hope they soak up the game, though. You hope they soak up the game. And look, you can, hey, sometimes you got to be a little more this. You got to be, you know, learn from this first go round because if this is their MO and this is what we're going to get moving forward, however long the regime is here, this is going to be one of those, we're going to be looking for a new head coaching system in the next three to four years because Indeed. this this can't be the long-term approach what we've got going on right now. The closest thing that I can that I can equate to that is so a couple of days ago we went to the so again this is believe in the Arizona Cardinals we're in the metropolitan Phoenix area so my wife and our youngest son who's seventeen went and I went to the Arizona State Fair so we went to the Arizona State Fair and so we're we're chilling it was me so it was it was five of us in total so my brother in law well, six of us in total so long story short. My my son's friend hit him up because he had done some posting on social media and says, hey, man, I'm at the fair too. And so my son says, let me go and kick it with my friends. So it was one of those things where I, I, if I was the defensive coach, I'd say, nah, you're going to stay with us. We're going we're gonna to try to play this close to the vest. We're going to try to do some three and outs. We might do a little run play here and there. You're going to stay right on my side of my hip pocket. But I said, no, no, no. All right, go ahead and kick it with your partners. We'll meet up. And it was tough to do. It was tough to do, tough to do because that's not. I want. I want to know where you are. We we can be all good, but I I want to see you. I want to see you. And that I, and and I think that equates to a defensive head coach saying, no, 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 no. I don't want this offensive thing getting out of my hands. Let's just try to keep it as vanilla as possible to see what we can do. So you know, be that, be that as it may. Let me give you a little something, Jay. I'm already getting texts. From some of our, think it's time to bring tune in to start. Right. <laughs> Let's pause that because I as soon as this, because one and one and five is different than two and four is different than three and three. I do think that, that what they're going to say is, what does it matter? Let's let's bring tune in. I think that's a mistake. But I do think, and that's one of the things that I mentioned a couple of minutes ago, I got a hot take. I think that tune coming in is what's going to happen. I don't think it should. I don't think that should happen, but I think that will happen because they'll convince themselves that, well, what can we do? Tune can do, it. but it's about the game, the game that you're calling for your quarterback and taking into account that he's making some bad decisions, but it's also the game that you're calling for him and the game plan that's put together. But yeah, I, I tell, please take, tear that down, that Clayton tune thing, because that's was that was going to be my hot take. Have at it, my brother. Right. Okay. So what, what is um, Joshua Dobbs doing that you're not asking him to do? Okay. Mm. So he's made a couple of bad decisions. Okay. Yeah. He's look what he's working with for one and look what you're allowing him to do on the other side. Okay. So, what are you expecting? Here's the thing. Is Tune your future? You want to see Tune because he's the future of could potentially be the future of the organization? I we all know that. that's we all know that's the, the we got one already sitting there coming back hopefully soon. And yes. there's a potential we might go out and get another one. So yeah. what is the point of necessarily putting Tune in there too early? If this was week twelve, Jay, I'd say, okay, get a kid a chance for a few, you know snaps to finish the season out. 
Yes, sir. This is week so we're we're one in five. There's eleven more games to go. How much tune do you really want to see? And how do you how soon do you want to go to tune to see how bad it looks with him before you have to go back to Joshua Dobbs? And then when you go back to Joshua Dobbs, that you are burning him because he's saying, Wait a minute. So now I'm good again. Now I'm good again. And before I wasn't. So when we see how this guy is having the natural uh, struggles that come with most so Brock Purdy aside so 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 spare me your Brock Purdy takes because you know even even though that I'm a believer in Brock Purdy now he struggled today so yeah. whatever but the, but that doesn't the, but that doesn't negate the fact that he is a starting quarterback but what I'm saying is just because he was able to come in and start doesn't mean that somebody like a Clayton Toon can come in and start and hit the ground running. God bless Clayton, too, and I hope at some point he gets a chance when, like I said, week 12, 13, 14, 15, the, the less we see of Toon, the better, in my opinion. Yes. If, if for anybody who thinks that he well, he could be the answer or the solution, what is the question? I'm asking. <laughs> what, what is the what, what question are you asking where my he could brother. be the solution? Because – what we saw from him in training camp, that was all nice and cute and all that kind of stuff. That yeah. was just that. It was training camp. Now yes, they're scheming and game planning with all these multiple coverages and double, you know, um, blitzes and different things they would throw at you. They would yes, eat him sir. alive right now. Yes, so sir. what what you're asking, like I said, and like I said, I don't think we should be looking at Joshua Dobbs like the man is doing anything wrong. He's working with what he has. He's working with inferior uh, roster, uh, yes, game sir. game plans that are as basic as you can. Unless you're going to bring Tune in here and have him hand the ball off 60 times and throw the ball 10, then you're asking for the like I said. There's I, I take offense to that when people are like, "Well, you think it's Tune time?" Well, for, because of what? What what has Joshua yeah. Dobbs done other for than who? for uh, yeah for yeah? Like I said, what do you want to see from Tune? That you aren't seeing from Joshua Dobbs for for the future. What the future of what? Look, my brother, it's it's video game culture because it's it's one of those things where who you said this before, so I'm not so this is not breaking ground. But who's the most popular player? on an NFL team. Backup it's the backup quarterback. And that's and that's so that's what it comes down to and because you've never seen him play really in when when the bullets are actually real they're not they're not play they're not uh they're, they're not play bullets or not you know whatever the the correct term is but they but because of that you're saying let's what's the worst that can happen. There's a lot worse yeah. that can happen. Yeah. You can you can scar this young player because you put him in too early. Because you put him in too early, then therefore he is he is a uh, not not Derek Carr. No, he's you know Carr's brother. You know what I'm saying? You get what I'm saying? He, played, he yeah. started for the for, started for the Texans. That's what can happen. I'll Those say this too, Jay. Peterman can happen. That's what can yeah. happen. Nathan Peterman can happen. And I'll say this too: the other 52 guys on the roster deserve better than that as well. You take and put Tune in there. We're taking such a step back. It's not even fair to the other 52 guys that are trying to win because that will be such a debacle. And, you know, guys who want to get balls, guys who want to do this, all that goes away with the second you take Clayton Toon and put him in there because it's too easy to scheme against him. And it's almost like here's the thing. You want to get to the very end when you have no other alternatives before you wave the white flag. 
right? Because yeah. that's a sign of the white flag being waved if you're going to get bring Joshua Toon in or put him in this mix right now. And, and like I said, the other thing is you'd be punishing Joshua Dobbs for, for doing what? For getting out there and semi-balling with, with what we've seen so far? They, and and yes. before I would say, before you do anything with Dobbs, you got to give him a chance to really show what he might be able to do if you take the training wheels off the bike. But if the you toughest, want to, no, go ahead. Go ahead. No, you, you're good. Go. The toughest thing in the world is when your significant other comes to you and says, here's where you are falling short. Oh, God. And you say, and you have to, and you, you want to lash out. You want to lash out and you want to <laughs> say, nah, nah. And then you stop and you say, Hmm. You right. You right. Even though if you play the Fonzie role, the Arthur Fonzarelli role, then you can't say sorry and you and you can't mouth the words, but you take the necessary steps in terms of behavior to correct what is amiss. That is what and so when I say that, what I'm curious to hear. So so again, we do this, we do this thing two days a week. We do it Monday and Thursday. As we record this, we are recording it barely in terms of a, a instant react off of the game on a Sunday. So, but as you hear, this is Monday, so you're welcome. But so we do this on Mondays and Thursdays. But so during the week, what we hear locally, I'm curious to hear what the response is going to be to Joshua Dobbs. Again, I am not excusing some of the poor reads and, and miscues that he made. But what it comes down to is leadership. Leadership, not from the quarterback position, but from the coaching position, from the head coach. And in this case, because it's on the offensive side of the ball, from the offensive coordinator to say, what can we do to empower you, to, to make you feel more emboldened to be able to make these plays that you missed on Sunday? And to not be so offended because you're thinking that you should have, this is our philosophy. You need to, if you are evaluating yourselves on a weekly basis, then you need to make the necessary adjustments to be able to be successful or to position yourselves to be successful. That's what I got to say. That, once again, spot on, man. I mean, I don't want to beat that dead horse, but... Golly, I, I'm, I'm, I'm continuing to ask. I'm like, what more? Do you, what do you want? Think about this, Jay. This dude, I, I can't even remember where he was drafted or by, but there are some first round picks. I'm talking Zach Wilson and some others, you know, Justin Fields. And we're looking at them like, you know, at, that they are major disappointments, right? Yeah, yeah. And you look at Josh Dobbs and, you know, it's like, nah, one, he's not in the same boat as them. But, you know, because of where he was drafted, he got here two weeks before the season started. I consider what he's doing, I would give him a successful passing grade to this point. Whereas I'm looking around the league, I'm like, there's a whole lot of bad out there. This dude isn't one of them. He is, And part of it is because, they. once again, I'll go back to the fact they haven't really unleashed him to, yeah. to, to be in. He could be a lot worse than we actually think. Yeah. But they haven't allowed us to see that worse because, like I said, they've had him so restricted since he's been here in terms of what they allow him to to do, throwing the ball down the field. And, you know, it, so I, I, I once again ask, what's the man supposed to do? And yeah. how can you, you know, if you think he's bad, go ahead and, and make that switch. 
Don't do it. Don't Don't do do it. it. Don't do it. Adjust. (laughs) Go in there. Figure out. Don't have so much hubris that you think that the way in which you do things is the right way all the time because you have to adjust. You have to adjust. You have to adjust. And I will say one other thing, Jay. When you make a change like that, anytime they make the change at the quarterback position, it's almost like they're pointing the finger at that person. Like, yeah. He's the reason why we're being unsuccessful. It's not us. It's not, not us. It's not our play we, calling. It's not our adjustments. It's that dude right there. And it's a, it's part of the position. When they change the quarterback, what does that mean? Well, he's got to be stinking because, you know, otherwise they would make the change. And that's very unfair to Joshua Dobbs. Like I said, he's done a respectable job. And if all of a sudden, yeah, we're going to make a change at the position because of, well, wait a minute, okay, what, what were you expecting of him? Or what did you think he was going to do with this roster and with the way your game plan is currently approaching, you know, each week, the conservativeness to this, to that, you know, what were you expecting from them? So maybe they got some secret. Maybe they thought there were going to be a whole lot more dynamic and everything. And he's just not doing it. I would say you need to change your plan before you start changing him as part of the plan. Hey, and we're going to leave it just on that. As always, we are presented by Bet Online. That is Ed Smith. I am Javon Adams. He is a is an author. He's also a motivational speaker, played, played professional baseball, and in the National Football League. I am his faithful, uh, you know, co-sidekick, whatever I want to say. Man, so we do we, this we, thing together. You crazy. We roll. We roll. That's how we roll, man. <laughs> but yeah, so, so, so again, we do this twice a week, Mondays and Thursdays, so make sure you tell a friend, tell a friend about what we do here. And uh, as always, as we always say around this time, are you good? Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.